Welcome to Equipping the Body. I'm Dr. Brad Starnes, and today we're continuing our walk through the book of Luke, and we've come now to Luke chapter 2, verse 36, and we're going to look at this story of Anna, a woman who aged with grace. Anna, a woman who aged with grace. You know, as I was preparing this sermon Begin to think about how in our society we do everything we can to prevent or to reverse aging. I saw a commercial recently about some type of vitamin that's been proven, so it says, to reverse aging. Isn't that silly? You cannot reverse aging. You cannot stop the clock. If you could reverse aging, then the funeral homes would go out of business tomorrow. And Biblically speaking, aging is a gift. It normally, not always, it normally brings wisdom and experience that can be shared with others. Now, this is not a guarantee, for we've all met older people who lack wisdom or experience or who have become mean-spirited or hateful towards others, but that should not be. And I would argue it will not be for the child of God. Such a woman is presented to us in the text today, a prophetess by the name of Anna. Anna was a woman who aged with grace. Now, regardless of how old you are, all of us are doing the same thing. We're all aging. Some of us are further down the road than others, but all traveling the same path as it were. And it's my hope, and I pray that it's yours as well, that we as Anna would age with grace, becoming ever more in the image of Christ as the years passed. So let's take a look at a woman who did just that. Luke chapter 2, verse 36. Now there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years, who did not depart from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all those who looked for redemption in Israel. I first want to give you a little sketch of Anna, and by that I mean her uh, biography, if you will, and then we're going to note three keys to her graceful aging. Let me give them to you on the front end, and then we're going to expound each one as it comes up in the text. First of all, Anna aged gracefully through sorrow and grief. Anna aged gracefully through sorrow and grief. Second of all, Anna aged gracefully through service to God. Anna aged gracefully through service to God. And then finally, Anna aged gracefully through sharing the gospel. Anna aged gracefully through sharing the gospel. And so as we come to this first one, Anna aged gracefully through sorrow and grief, um, let's take a look a little bit about Anna. There was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. And so we're given a basic biography sketch. By now you should know why Luke does this. His purpose is to show the historicity of the account of Jesus. That's what he said to Theophilus in his prelude, if you will, his prologue in verses 1 through 4 of chapter 1, where Luke said, you know, here's my sources and here's why I'm writing, that you know the, the truthfulness, the, the veracity of what I'm saying to you. 
And so Luke was a historian, uh, also a medical doctor by profession, turned historian, if you will. And so he, he doesn't just say, hey, there was this girl named Anna. I mean, he gives us what she did, who she was, who her daddy was, where she was from, um, what tribe, I mean, that she was of the tribe of Asher, how old she was. And so he, he wants to give these historical pointers. Uh, so no, anybody reading this uh, in, in that day, in that immediate day, could not uh, say, well, you know, he just he was so vague, we don't know. No, he gets very specific. So <clears throat> we find that she was known as a prophetess. She was known as a prophetess. Now, we know the Bible forbids female elders and deacons. In fact, Isaiah said that female leaders were a judgment upon the land and reflecting the pitiful spiritual state of the men. And we know in the New Testament church, we are uh, complementarian that men and women complement each other with different roles as designed by God. and all. The, but you have to keep in mind, Anna was under the old covenant at this time. So God did not allow female pastors, but there were female prophets. In fact, Mary even prophesied in her Magnificat. And Hannah, in her song in the book of 1 Samuel, gave some prophecies. And there were some, several others. This is not the same office as a New Testament pastor. And you'd have to mix up your covenants and do hermeneutical backflips through the passages in context in order to come up with the idea that the Old Testament prophet is the same uh, and is synonymous with the office of the New Testament pastor. That's bad hermeneutics. And so, anyways, Anna was a prophet, the daughter of Phanuel. We know little else about her. Her name is the Greek form of the name Hannah, and it means grace. So isn't that isn't that interesting that this lady who aged with grace, who who though very old, continued to serve God joyfully, that her name means grace. I don't think that's an accident. I think God had a plan. And so <clears throat> Luke tells us also of her tribe, Asher which would further help readers in this day to recognize exactly who Luke is claiming to have done the following. Apart from this sketch, this uh, we need to go on about how she aged with grace. So Anna aged, grace through sorf, aged gracefully through sorrow and grief. Excuse me. What do I mean by that? Well, she's very old and has been a widow for 84 years. In fact, according to the text, she was only married for seven years Hence the term live with a husband for seven years from her virginity, that is seven years from the consummation of her marriage. So we have this dear woman who lost her husband at a very young age. What's more is that if you add 84 to 7, you now have 91. And so we, she had to at least be 91, but obviously older because she didn't get married as a baby. So if we're on the conservative side and, and we assume the married age was 13 uh, to 14, which was pretty standard, and boys were typically between 14 and 15, and girls typically between 12 and a half and 13, so she had to be over 100 years old any way you look at it. Even with the most modest of calculations, she was at least 104. Now, 
What do I mean, though, by Anna aged gracefully through sorrow and grief? Well, think about it. Here she is, over 100 years old, and she spent most of her life carrying the burden of losing her spouse in the, twi in the golden time of her marriage in her young years. Can you imagine the sorrow, the grief? I think about myself. My wife and I celebrated a anniversary of seven years this past February. I could not imagine losing her tomorrow when we only had seven years together. But that's what Anna went through and, and aged gracefully through this sorrow and grief. We don't see her bitter. We don't see her uh, mean-spirited. Rather, this sorrow and grief was used by God to age her gracefully. She became sweeter, closer to the Lord, serving Him all the more. You see, sorrow can do one or two things, depending on how we respond. It can drive us away from God, or it can drive us closer to God. We can choose between becoming bitter or better. Obviously, Anna chose the latter, for her sorrow led to her service. And so the sorrows of a widow, which is what she experienced, allowed her to age gracefully. So Anna aged gracefully through sorrow and grief. As we age, if we desire to do so gracefully, it will come through sorrow. While long lives open the possibility for more blessings, with that also comes time for more sorrow. For to live this life is to experience great sorrow, yet if in our aging we allow the years and trials to push us away from the Lord and to bitter our spirit and darken our soul, we will not age with grace but with resentment. Sorrow is but a trial that can strengthen our faith if we will let it have its perfect work, as James said. So I challenge you today, do not dwell on the sorrows you've endured through the years but on the blessings. Do not spend your days sulking but serving the Lord. I cannot help but think of my own granny at this point like Anna her husband died uh kind of at a young age and she lived another I think it was another 40 or 50 years as a widow and yet I remember her being sweet and kind a deep abiding love for Jesus Christ in the local church I don't ever remember her being bitter or angry in fact I, I'll tell you the older she got the sweeter she got and this is the case with Anna. Though becoming a widow at a young age, she continued to age with grace in sorrow and in grief. Then we come to verse 37b. Anna aged gracefully through service to God. Her sorrow led to service. In fact, the verse says, who did not depart from the temple but served God. With fastings and prayers night and day. You see, Anna never retired on God. I've found, and sadly I've heard it from even middle-aged, able-bodied people. Hey, I've done my time. Oh, preacher, I can't help with youth and children, or I'm not going to serve on that committee. I, I've done my time. I say this gently as I can, but what a pitiful attitude to have. If God has given you strength in your body, you insult him if you do not use it for his service and his glory. Think about Anna. She aged gracefully through service to God. She, she was 104 years old and a widow, and she didn't stop serving God. She didn't retire. 
In fact, the Bible says that she never departed the temple, but served God day and night. And so note how she served God. First of all, with persistence. The text says she did not depart from the temple. She was persistent. She came. She didn't use excuses. Ladies and gentlemen, I've seen it through my time as a pastor in other ministry positions. Those who were able-bodied and might live less than two miles from the church but claim they're shut-in due to age. I've noticed they aren't shut in from the doctor's office or the beach or the grocery store or the fish camp. And if you can go to the fish camp, you can go to the grocery store, then you can come to church and sit in a pew for 45 minutes. You see, Anna didn't let her age be an excuse. Rather, she aged gracefully through service to God. I heard a preacher say this one time, and I can relate. He said, I'd go see the shut-ins if I could ever catch them at home. Some of you will get that in a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, that may be uncomfortable here, but that's the gospel truth. Now, I realize there are genuine shut-ins who literally cannot leave their house without help, but I've seen far more than I care to discuss of those who simply shut in or don't come back on Sunday nights with agents and excuse, but will go to a restaurant after dark or will show up to a church event where there's food after dark. Let this not be so of God's children. If we are to age gracefully, we must continue to serve God. If you're still here, you have a purpose, and I promise you that purpose is not to skip church or retire on God, but you're to be involved. She served with persistence, with persistence. Anna aged gracefully through service to God. Not only with persistence, but the Bible says she served with prayer. The text says she prayed and fasted night and day. This is one major way that an elderly or retired purpose has, person has uh, to serve the Lord is by prayer, for you have more time. You don't have to go to the job. You've got more time to pray. And prayer doesn't involve anything physical. You don't have to get up and go nowhere. You can pray sitting on your chair, sitting in your couch, laying in your bed. And so she served with persistence in prayer. I'm sure that there were things in the temple that Anna could no longer do because of her age. But you know what she could do? She could pray, and buddy, pray she did. The Bible says she served God with fastings and prayer night and day. She was a prayer warrior. Listen, there's no excuse to serve the Lord while aging gracefully. If the days of your employment have long passed and you've got more time to pray and to study God's Word, don't waste it. Write this down. Old age is a gift. Don't waste it. So Anna aged gracefully through service to God with persistence and with prayer. Lastly, we look at verse 38, and I'm going to reread it for the sake of refreshing your memory. Verse 38 says, And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord. So she comes in while Simeon's talking to Mary and Joseph and the child. And spoke of him, we know that is Jesus, to all those who looked for redemption in Israel. Can I put this in plain language to you? Anna aged gracefully through sharing the gospel. Yes, sir. She met Jesus. And she went around telling other people about him. If you want to put that in plain talk, she shared the gospel. Anna aged gracefully through sharing the gospel. You're never too old to share the gospel. 
If anything, it should be easier the older you get because you've had more time to pray, more time to study, and you've just got more time in general. I'm telling you. Can you imagine the physical pains and woes she had at 104 years old? Yet she still shared the gospel everywhere she went. The Bible clearly says she went and spoke of him to those who look for redemption in Israel. Some of the greatest soul winners I know are older folks. They've got time. And when they go on trips or whatever, they, t they make use of that time. They share the gospel. Talking with a guy that has a camper, older retired guy. And that's what he loves to do when he takes his camper to a campground. He just looks for people and starts talking to them about Jesus. I say amen to that. Anna aged gracefully through sharing the gospel. She told her family. She told her friends. She told the lady next to her in the grocery store if they had grocery stores. She did not let her age be an excuse to not evangelize. Anna aged gracefully through sorrow and grief. Anna aged gracefully through service to God. And lastly, Anna aged gracefully through sharing the gospel. May we take to heart the example of Anna. And may we attempt by the Spirit of God to age gracefully. May we serve God. May we learn from sorrow and grief. And may we share the gospel. May we take heart so that it can be said of us that we became sweet old saints and not sour old birds. I hope that you'll take strongly into consideration the example of this godly woman who aged gracefully, whose name means grace, and that you too will attempt to learn from sorrow, serve God, and share the gospel. Every chance you get, God bless you and keep studying the book of Luke.